and welcome to another episode of Dating or At Least Trying. My name is Alex. I'm Daisy. And today we are joined by... Jake. <laughs> so Jake is here. Jake was back, one of the like original Dating or At Least Trying guests, back on the podcast in, I don't even know, this was like September, October 2018. You were the third ever episode, so I'm so excited to have you back. Yes, I'm so happy to... Um, remind people that dating is still hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, I know. In that in that oh, like year and a half, a lot has happened. <laughs> so, <we're, laughs> to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. So we'll kind of get into that. And Jake joined us to talk about kind of healing after a major breakup. So we're gonna get to that. But first, we got our first ever advice asking DM. I'm excited. <laughs> so excited. We're all like kind of. I'm not sure if I should give any advice, but I'm here for it. <laughs> it felt like, like, I remember back in high school, like, when I had zero relationship experience whatsoever, like, I would be the one to give advice, and I'd be like, you guys, this is what you should be doing. So I feel like sometimes it's just, like, some people just give good advice. I feel like you'd be one of those. Mm, we'll see. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so this person reached out, and they said, hey, I need your help. So my ex and I recent, or wait. So my ex and I just got reacquainted this week after breaking up a month ago. Might be too soon. Yes, I know. But he wouldn't leave me alone. That's a whole nother story. Uh. <laughs> we are oh. friends. However, benefits are coming back into play. More so than should be happening since we are exes. I'd love to be friends with benefits with him. But I want to be able to see him without ending up in bed every time. We've had a long history, including being engaged for a period of time. Uh, <laughs> and there's so much more to the story. Any advice? Oh my gosh. I had so many questions in my head. And then once they got to the engaged part, they like kind of disappeared. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I know. That's a lot. I mean. I do have like automatically my brain was like, okay, they've been broken up for a month and they're hooking up now a month later but how long were they together prior? Yeah. What was the reason for their breakup? Because I think, yeah, I think that's really important to like, like really self-evaluate like why you guys broke up in the first place. Like, was it just cause like, I don't know, growth growing apart or something, or was it cause like, cause if they're like, hooking, if they're hooking up right now again, then obviously like intimacy probably wasn't the issue. Yeah. But it's like, I think, and I, maybe we talked about this on the episode with Arlene, but going back to a relationship and, like, I think she was in the same situation where they were, like, hooking up, too, but she was kind of, like, open to it. Mm -hmm. But also, like, you have to be aware that I think, you know, it might not end up how you, you know, you see fit. And I think that's probably – I, I would say be open. Automatically, I'm just, like, be open with your partner. And even if it's a friends with benefits, like – Obviously, like, I want to know about the whole engagement thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe um, they want to be on the podcast. But, oh, my God, yeah. If you want to, please. <laughs> um, but I feel like I have – I need my questions answered. I know. It totally depends why they broke up. It's just, like – I mean, and the fact that it's only been a month makes me worried, like, is this kind of a slippery slope? Like, is is yeah. you guys like hooking up just kind of a way to be like 
okay, like, you know, let's slide back in each other's lives. Like, we'll take it slowly, but it's, like, the inevitable almost. Well, and they said, like, the other person was persistent or, like, wouldn't leave them alone. So. Yeah, he wouldn't leave me alone, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I want to know the story. <laughs> like, but, like, who, like, maybe there was one side of the party that, like, wanted to end things and the other side didn't and that's why the other side's coming back like hey you know yeah but then I don't oh my gosh I (laughs) I would say I mean if you're not dating right now you're just hooking up like yeah you have a history but like be straightforward and upfront about it be like what do you want out of this like I'm down to be friends still because you know I enjoy your company or whatever blah blah oh sorry did you guys hear that (laughs) no Oh, <laughs> my hand just slammed. Sorry, my hand just slammed against the keyboard and made like the eh <laughs> noise. Sorry, um, but I don't know. Like, talk it out. Be like, are you looking for something more out of this, mm-hmm. or are you just strictly trying to hook up? Because if that's the case, then you know I'm not down. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm down for a once in a while booty call, but you know, it's been a month. You know, yeah. I don't know. I this. This person, that was, this is a great, I, you need to be on the podcast. Yeah, for real. Jake, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I immediately am just like, you know, there are so many other people that you could uh, get, if it's like just hooking up, I feel like that's, there's so many people you can get that from. And I just feel like, yeah, there's no, there is a reason you to go back to someone that you've had a history with. But I mean, if that is just what you want, I feel like you can get that from other people and you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be picking out old wounds. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I think especially if like you don't want to get back together with him, I think that's important to like, make no, that boundary. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it needs to be a boundary because it's like, it's like I said, it's going to be a slippery slope. I mean, like, especially if he has been kind of persistent and wouldn't leave you alone, like you can't, you can't do that to yourself. Cause it almost feels like, I, I mean, I don't think you feel manipulated, but like the fact that he's like continually, continuously like trying to make this happen and you maybe not feel super comfortable with it. Like you should definitely like feel deep down how you feel about it and acknowledge that. Yeah, and like, like make it clear what yeah. you want, what you both want out of this. Because I feel like sometimes, I mean, me, I've been in so many relationships, <laughs> but I feel like sometimes going, obviously people have a connection with someone they've been in a relationship with, whether it's been one month after the breakup or even, you know, sometimes people even years, they like still have like a piece of that relationship in like in them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, understanding like, you need to take care of, like, what your needs are and, like, you know, if you are going to get back into a relationship, whether it's just for intimate reasons or for an actual, like, relationship out of it at the end, like, be aware of, like, things can go bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I, I always think about, like, the bad things. I'm like, I don't know. It might be, like, easy to hook up or see someone you've already seen before because, like, you know them, they know you, like, it's that comfortable, you know, easy bounce back, but also it could and not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Daisy. Yeah, it's like 
it's comfortable, but then it's like, and even if you are upfront, it's a slippery slope is kind of what Alex said too. It's like, yeah, you can make those boundaries or yeah, you can say this is what we want from it, but then we're humans and we have feelings. So then even though those lines are theoretically there, you can break your own lines. Mm-hmm. That you, yeah. And it's like, do you want to break those like lines, you know, and then you get sucked into this relationship again, if you don't want to be in it again. Totally. And I think something I keep thinking about right now as we're talking about uh, this situation is I keep thinking about, I've like seen it in different, like when people just tell their relationship stories and why they ended up breaking up with someone. It's like they, a lot of people have said like a relationship needs two components. Like it needs the friendship and it needs the passion. And like, if one of those isn't like working in the relationship, then I think that's a bad sign because you kind of need both or else like, passion why not just have a hookup or friendship why not just be with your friends like you kind of want and need that intersection um and I feel like for there to be friends with benefits and especially for um the person who reached out to us to say that um he wants to be able to see him without ending up in bed every time like he wants to have this friendship and craves this friendship it almost makes me nervous like okay you're gonna have the passion but you crave the friendship I feel like that's gonna kind of have blurred lines there in terms Mm -hmm. of like ending up falling back into a relationship wow I mean I know know. I'm like (laughs) I can't even oh I feel like if I I mean I've never gone through a breakup because you know never had a man's but (laughs) I feel like (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm out here representing but I feel like you know, I've never been in that position after a breakup, but I feel like I would have to go ghost mode, you know, like, mm-hmm. don't call me, don't talk to me, you're not my friend mm-hmm. on Facebook right now, because, like, I don't want those temptations of having to go back. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, sometimes, you know, yeah, sometimes the D might take you back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll be, like, thinking about it, and you're like, hmm. So... I don't know. I mean, I even think about, like, my first boyfriend I ever had, um... Not the high school one that doesn't count, like the one three or whatever years ago, (laughs) four years ago. I feel like with him, like, I knew that getting into that relationship, I knew, like, I didn't like him that much, right? Like, I knew it wasn't going to be anything serious. Like, I liked him enough for the time being, like, whatever. We were in, like, a three-month-long relationship. Um, He ended up breaking up with me. And, like, it was kind of a matter of, like, I'm sure I've told this story on the podcast plenty of times, but I just kind of want to give context like before we broke up he kind of told me that I didn't show him enough affection and he thought he liked me more than I liked him and all this stuff which I was like hmm, true but then, like, <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> yeah. and then when you he come on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then he ended up breaking up with me and um kind of claiming the tables have turned which I don't think was true but like in all fairness I was really like upset about the breakup because I was like I mean, that was my first ever like actual breakup. And I, re- I was just so upset about it because I was like, I don't know, kind of blindsided by it, especially by like what he had said before the breakup. But I remember like, I mean, obviously everyone who knows me knows I ended up emailing him like a 2000 word long <gasps> memoir. I chapter. forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it's published on my medium.com account if anyone wants to look. But- oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, I ended up sending it to him because it was, like, for some reason, I craved this closure. And I craved, like, having a conversation with him and, like, talking to him about what went wrong. 
And to me, it's like, for why? Like, why did I need to do that? It was almost like I was doing that just because I wanted his attention. It wasn't really like I felt I needed closure. And I almost like now looking back, I mean, in some cases, I'm sure it varies. But in my eyes, I don't think, I think a lot of times closure, like just a lack of communication and ending and like a breakup and then going like not talking anymore is enough closure. Like, I don't think everything needs this like conversation after the fact. You don't need like full answers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's better not to know, you know. Yeah, totally. And that's what I think too. It's like you knew by the breakup. So it's like, are, are you looking to like keep having this person in your life because like you want, like their attention again, like you're used to having when you guys were in a relationship. So that's my worry with our, the person who wrote into us as well. I'm like, do you really want his friendship specifically? Or do you just like want that attention? Like or like com- companionship from someone. Yeah. That's maybe that's it's not him. him. Maybe it's just like having someone there. Maybe it's just not, they're not the person, but it's just convenient that they're willing to come back. Totally. well i mean i hope you got answers from that yeah (laughs) let us know because we talked through it i still want a few answers yeah like literally (laughs) to my question (laughs) if you're listening to this and want to send more details we are or want to be on the podcast floor is always open for you and also anyone listening to this who thought this was good advice and wants advice from us please send in more questions we would love it I know. This was great. I like this. Yay. Okay, well, now we'll get into Jake's story, which honestly, not super similar, but like the engaged part, I was like, oh, this is a good question to have Jake on to like discuss. And you know, even with the closure too, I think like when you were talking about those topics, because you know, we're going to talk a lot about like after, you know, you go through a breakup. Mm -hmm. I think I can talk a lot about that too. So I feel like the parallels will probably help. Awesome. Well, then this is perfect. So Jake um, was on the podcast, as I said, like or, back in late 2018. And at that time, he kind of discussed like a wild date story, right? Like it was kind of insane. And, five boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, five <laughs> boyfriends. If you guys want to know. I was the favorite. <laughs> I was the favorite boyfriend, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally so good. You guys all need to go back and listen. But since then, obviously... We've had a lot more time in life to experience love, experience heartbreak, and Jake is here to kind of talk about that and talk about how he's healed through that. So why don't you just kind of discuss like whatever you're comfortable sharing of what kind of happened in your breakup and relationship that you had had? Yeah, of course. So um, after 2018 uh, or in 2018, after I went on the podcast, you know, I took some time to myself uh, to just heal. And that was really, really helpful. And soon after, so I think I did the last podcast around August, I immediately, I was finishing my senior year of college. So I left to Rome. And there, uh, part part of my experience there, I was still, of course, getting over the, this, this, this last breakup that we, that I talked about on the podcast. Um, but I was healing and I was healing well. So when I was there, I met someone else. Um, and of course, it was during study abroad in Rome, so I was just having my Lizzie McGuire experience. Um, and I didn't really think, <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was va bene. <laughs> um, and I thought, yeah, so I didn't really, you know, give too much thought to it because, you know, I was like, you know, I'm only going to be here for a limited amount of time. So I left Rome 
And this guy I met, we'll just call him um, Robert for the sake of this <laughs> podcast. So uh, <laughs> so I, I met Robert there. And even though I left, so when I left Rome, study abroad was finished. So the end of 2018, mm-hmm. um, we kept in contact. So now we're going into t- 2019. And, you know, um, you know, we're, we're trying to see if we should actually be together, which I think is... Uh, you know, kind of crazy because he's halfway across the world. Um, so he pretty much, he ends up booking a flight to come see me, see me in California. He's never been to the U S uh, and uh, so that's how it starts. And then it's, then I end up booking a flight to Rome for Valentine's day. Um, and it was, as you can imagine, storybook. Uh, you imagine this fairy tale. It was that it was, yeah, we're in Rome for Valentine's day. And for a week after that, and just having the time of our lives. So for me, it felt like really unreal. Um, and so we kept, so I, I come back. So after the first time I go from coming back from Rome, he comes back to see me. I think that's also when he met Alex and um, a couple other of our friends. And uh, it was after he came back uh, or after he came to see me, I was like, okay, you know, we should not continue this. You know, not only is long distance already hard, this is like long distance times two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I don't think it's healthy for us and sustainable. And I'm also getting ready to graduate. So uh, I broke up with him. So uh, we broke up uh, and um, during this breakup, we still kept in contact, which is kind of draws the parallels to like um, the story, the advice we were kind of giving to. It's like, I think when you break up with someone, I think it is important to uh, to make those boundaries, even because I mean, we broke up or at least when I broke up with him, it wasn't over anything bad at that point. So you can easily fall back into a, well, you know, like it didn't go wrong or maybe we should try it out. Um, but I think some relation, not every relationship needs to end in flames for you to know when, hey, this probably isn't, you know, good for me anymore, you know, or like I've outgrown this. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I did not do that. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I, you know, um, we kept in contact and then he ended up proposing. He ended up proposing to me. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I love jewelry. <laughs> no, uh, so, he, yeah, he did that. And I think I was like, extremely hesitant because, again, I would be having to move to Europe. But, you know, free healthcare and college, like, why not? Uh, no, uh, but so I, yeah, so eventually I thought about it and I was like, you know, what? I should do it. I am getting ready to graduate. I don't have a job locked in. And um, I was, and I ended up actually finding a job there where I would have been, where I would have been like teaching like underprivileged kids. And so um, I was, the plan was to only move to Europe for a year um, while he finishes his senior year. And then we would both move back to the U.S. or whatever I had to say, or whatever was most comfortable for us both. You know, we would talk about it and move back. Um, so, yeah. So when I actually moved to Europe, I did not move back to Rome. So he is actually from Barcelona. And when we met in Rome, he was also studying abroad. He was studying abroad from from Barcelona, but studying abroad in Rome. So by the time I was getting ready to fly out there to live there, um, he was going to be finished with his study abroad experience because he did a very extended, long uh, study abroad in Rome. So, uh, yeah, so it's now we're getting into June of 2019, and I'm getting ready to um, 
yeah, pretty much getting ready to move across the world for like a year, or at least in my mind, that's how long it's going to be at minimum. Uh, and so the plan was, since I did get a job, I would only be staying with him and his family. Um, so his mom and dad, and he has a twin brother. Uh, and I would only be staying with them for in Barcelona for probably like a month or two. And then I'd be moving to my own place and then starting my job. And um, it was actually um, in a, I can't even, it was in a city that wasn't, it wasn't even in Barcelona. So that was also my thing too, which is why, because I always, of course, factored in the, 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 the reality or just even the chance of us breaking up. I did not factor in why, you know, actually what happened. But I think I always was like, kind of, okay, I think it, is good that I am working in a different city and I'm living in a different city in case something does, you know, fall apart. Totally. And I kind of want to emphasize too, because I remember when you were deciding like whether or not to like do this and to make that move. And when I remember one time we had FaceTimed about it and like, I want to emphasize too, like your decision wasn't rash. It wasn't like you dropped everything to do this. It was like, you knew you were kind of taking that year to at the time you were going to study for, um, law school and it was like you were going to have that year off anyway so it like made sense it wasn't like you were kind of chasing something like for no reason I guess so I kind of want to like emphasize that for anyone listening too I do have I want to know so what how long were you together after the first breakup um from that time till when you guys were like gonna get engaged and you were gonna move like what was that time frame it was probably like weeks or a month because okay. it was like we didn't even break up. It was like we broke okay. up, but we yeah. So that's also why I never really kind of counted it either. Because it was like we broke up, but we were still keeping in contact. And I only broke okay. up with him because you know I was like this. This is no. There's no way this is going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Totally. But he was like, actually, <laughs> there is one way that we can make this happen. <laughs> So then you have kind of your plan set. It's June 2019. Also, at this point, you guys had kind of known, like, you had been in each other's lives now for, I mean, like, what, like, nine months at this point? Yeah, like, Two, nine so. months. So it's, yeah, so it's actually, you know, it's still not, a, you know, obviously a long time, which is why I was always, like, we'll stay engaged for a while. And the fact that, that I would have a job there meant, like, mm-hmm. I'd be able to stay on a visa for work and not a visa from, we're actually, like, I'm a citizen of... Um, of Spain mm-hmm. um, so that was also my reasoning too is like well you know you can always call off an engagement <laughs> if it needs to be called off versus you know getting divorced mm-hmm. uh, so that was also my reasoning going into it as well it was like I'm gonna be staying I'm gonna be studying for the LSAT for a year and um, I will still be able to be in Spain and Bar- I mean Barcelona is beautiful I definitely want to go back and visit mm-hmm. and I did think about it a lot so for me it made sense um to just to do it to why not you know let's do it uh so I get so I do it and uh so yeah June of 2019 I fly out to Barcelona and I get there and it is like heaven it is you know we are going we're touring everywhere and meeting all his friends meeting his family like they're so sweet like even in the house like they decorated our room with like a bunch of photos of us and like it was, it felt like, yeah, it felt like magical. Like even just, yeah, like it was, it was a great time um, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was only there for like two or th- two and a half weeks, wow. two or two and a half or three weeks. So yeah, it like hit the fan very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so after the first week, um, it was 
great. And, you know, um, I, what basically would happen was, so let me sum this up really, really fast. So it, our, our, um, our scuffle or fight or our, whatever you kind of want to call it, um, we, it lasted for a week. Um, and yeah, a whole seven days. And it's actually the, I, like, even when I look back on it, it went really, really fast. I also did not eat for those seven days because it like went really, really fast. Like even when I look back and, and stuff was happening, I kid you not, like every second of the day Mm -hmm. or every second, but the, the gist of it was he was not ready for a relationship. And I was trying to leave without, uh, it being like a huge deal but he was not happy with the idea of me leaving um so he was not letting me leave um a leave in a way that was like not going to be drama and being like very uh, intense so um it was probably like five days of this where um where i'm not being able to kind of i'm not i'm i don't want to say i'm being held hostage but like i'm not leave i'm not able to leave because it's like i know if i leave it's going to start something that um, is really, really bad, especially because I'm in a foreign country by myself and not with family. And, you know, so I was trying to be like on my best behavior. Um, But yeah, so it was just like the five, at least like it lasted a week, but the very like first five days, it was definitely him antagonizing me um, as you can in just every way possible. Um, And so after five days, I was like, I had like had this so I kind of like just run away I guess you can say like in the middle of the night mm-hmm. um, oh my god this is so scary and I go to a hostel yeah no. <laughs> wow. I like just packed all my bags and like um just like went to a hostel mm-hmm. and uh I stayed in that hostel uh for I stayed in that hostel for a bit uh, for like three or four days so like I'm also so like <laughs> Which was, like, I was happy to obviously, like, get away, too. And I was also happy because, you know, it takes a lot, I think, to leave someone you love, especially when you're halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I was also, like, in a hostel, like, by myself. So it was, like, I was, like, not, like, not just bored, but, like, obviously heartbroken. And, um, and, and so that, those four days that I, like, spent by myself before I got on my 36-hour flight back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a California. Um, yeah, no, no, it was, it was really, I mean, just even when um, it was happening, I was actually posting a lot on Instagram on my story. And I was actually just posting, um, just like, because I actually went into the city like a day or two. But, I was, but what I was doing was pretty much like, I didn't want to kind of be vulnerable in that sense of like, you know, I made this huge decision and it was very risky and it like blew up in my face, like almost immediately. And I almost, yeah. And in a way, and this, these are parts of the relationship where you don't want to talk about, or even just feelings that are a little bit harder to like, maybe you want to admit, but yeah, I was, I didn't want to talk about how much, how, like, how much that hurt and mm-hmm. how much and how embarrassed I felt and how, um, yeah. And how traumatized I was, you know, it was just sort of like, I was posting photos on Instagram as if nothing had happened more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like pictures of Barcelona. And then like a few days later, I like, I took a little break. Um, and then it's just like, and now I'm back in California. But I think that is also too, it's like, I think when I spent those four days alone, it, it there is a lot of, uh, am I going to be judged? You know, what are people going to think of me? You know, uh, should I make it work? Um, and I think my 
short answer is no. It's like the people who care about you and love you want you to be happy and they want someone to care about you, shake you. And there are people out there that will do that. So I think even just looking back, I'm like, those were some of like, not like ridiculous thoughts because I feel like they're normal thoughts or normal thoughts to have after something like this uh, or after a breakup. Uh, but it's like, it's like, no, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you deserve, you should, you deserve that. And, and anyone who is going to make fun of you or because it, you fell short of that or because of something out of your control, pretty much, you know, like I can't control how, Robert acted and what he did, you know, but I can control like what I do afterwards. And that also goes into like the closure. It was like, you know, I don't need to know why he did what he did, you know, why he did all these things despite proposing. And, you know, there's like, you know what I mean? Like that would, there's so many questions around this because the story doesn't make sense. Like, like to someone who holds different values, but like, that's the point. It's like, I will never be able to relate to him because I would never do something like that to him. So I will be spending like, like so much time trying to like put myself in his shoes and it'll always come up short because I will like, I'm always going to factor in things like feelings or wait, like how, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, what about where, you know, why wasn't he thinking what I was like, you know, what I was going through. Um, because he just wasn't, you know, and I just have to accept that, accept that and know that he wasn't good enough for me. And like, that is, that's the closure. He was not good enough for me. 100%. Damn. Do you feel like, (laughs) do you you feel like before you had moved there to, um, be with him, do you feel like he, like, you had any sort of sense of like who he really was before going in? Like, were there any like kind of warning signs that like you wish you kind of looked back and you were like, wait, I should have kind of like paid attention to that more. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And I mean, I don't beat myself up for it because I feel like it's unproductive, but also because I didn't know at that time that those were signs, you know, you should probably be looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the biggest one was, that I mean of course I feel like with time time just like reveals itself like reveals a true person so like you know if someone is like really faking like who they are I feel like with time like the truth will I mean not to even just be cliche but it is true because it's like with time like you're just going to experience different scenarios and like the true them will come out and that was like kind of just true for my first relationship I was like I wish I gave it more time because, um, yeah, it was sort of hurt because I would have found out who the true them, who they actually were. But it's like that will come out like you can only be fake for so long um, or someone can only fake a facade of like who they are for so long before the real them like rises. So I feel like for me, I wish I like took some more time. Of course, like this was really odd this was a real, <laughs> you know, what I was dealing with, at least with Barcelona, it was like, um, you know, there were deadlines and there was timelines that things need to happen. I was graduating, you know, so it was like, I kind of had to be a little bit more risky um, about what was going on. But um, yeah, but I think time is really just like waiting and just like really listening to people and what they actually say. I mean, there were, there were specific flags. And I think the biggest one was that like, I think to be in love with someone takes time. And I think that he was in love with me really, really quickly. Um, and while I think I'm an amazing person, <laughs> um, but I think just true, like true love really does take time and it takes going through certain things before you really like 
loves someone, you know, especially in the way he was saying and expressing. And so obviously now looking back, it's like a lot of it was just him just saying stuff, you know? Totally. Um, so yeah, so I think for me, it was like, even if you do think you're an amazing person or there are good reasons to love you, because I'm pretty sure whoever listening, there are lots of good reasons to love you. And someone will like figure that out and find that and they will love that and they would cherish that. But um, there are people out there who, uh, who can't even appreciate those traits, who don't even see that value in it. And there's nothing you can do about that except for find someone who will do that. You know, it's like you can have great traits, but if someone doesn't recognize that those traits are great, then it's pointless. Totally. Did you talk to him at all after leaving Barcelona or Spain? <laughs> so I, and I'm actually really impressed by myself and I kind of want to, okay, let, so no, he w- emailed me and he reached out to like all my friends and Alex knows this because I believe he reached out to Alex too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, no, I was pretty strong about this because of what the details of what happened. And I was pretty like, I've never been so disrespected in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pretty like, I know that I don't want any contact and like there is no, cause there was even, <laughs> which was insane. He, I remember just like one of the things he had, he had texted me. It was like the day I was leaving my flight. He found a way to like get in contact with me. And it was like, maybe in a few months, like I can fly out to see you and we can try to make this work again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was really insane. Um, but it was also just, <laughs> it was also just sort of like, um, I think he doesn't even realize like what, and that also just goes back to the character. I don't even think he realizes all of what he did or like the impact and like how that it was so bad. Yeah. Um, and how that was so like, what, like what the heck. And, and that could send me like spiraling, you know, cause it's like, how do you not see that? You know, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that he doesn't see it because I see it. And that is, that's all that matters. I see it. And I know that like, I'm worth more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like you have to protect yourself. It's like you opened up and like were willing to move to another country for him. And then, you know, you went through what you went through with him. And then he's like, oh, three months, you know, maybe another chance. Like, uh, excuse me? Yeah, it's like, like, Whoa. I, you had your chance. Yeah. Like, I, I literally packed my stuff and moved across the country for you. And you he, had your- and I kind of gave him a second chance in this, like, time, the, the, the first five days that I was talking about. I did, and he ruined it almost in, an hour later um, by doing some other things. And so, yeah, so it just almost is like, I think my therapist, like, gave, like, it had given me like really good advice before this had happened it was for my last breakup and it was like you know be very sparingly with your second chances like not everyone deserves a second chance Mm -hmm. and so that was Mm -hmm. something that like I had it was like just lodged in my brain so when I did give him a second chance and it was like almost immediately ruined I was like yep I need to get out of here like this is like not yeah this is not good yeah but of course I was emotionally vulnerable I think honestly I think leaving was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my entire life. Um, because I think people do underestimate like how hard it is to leave someone you do love. I still did love him at that time. And even though he was doing all of these things, um, I did, but yeah, no, it was, it was, I had to like pull every ounce. I remember just waking, especially in the hostel, because it was like, I remember the, the actual day I left and I was like, Oh my God, like I still love him. I care about him. Like, I can't believe this. If uh, all of it, and it all happened so fast too. It was like one, literally I was like a week ago, like a week I was living like the best life of like, I was having the best time of my life. And then the next week it was like 
hell, you know? Um, yeah. So I think, but I think I'm so happy that like, I just like every day I had woke up, like when I was in my hostel and just being like, you deserve better. You deserve better. Like it is hard. It seems like, you know, these emotions, like you'll never get past these emotions, but like, just do it. Like, just please do it. Like you're going to love yourself so much better. And it's, it was so true. And now obviously now I'm like really feel that. Um, mm-hmm. But in that time it is hard. And like, but if anyone is go, but and I know like uh, the fact pattern of like Barcelona is like, crazy but it's like these are just common themes you know what i mean like it's when you love someone it's hard to like leave them and like break things off um and to really say you know and to also not like beat yourself up and like ask yourself lots of questions but like i'm telling you like just pull like dig deep however you can and like pull that strength up because it's like you will love yourself so much better if you can just stay strong and of course like I don't want to make it seem like I was you know like I'm independent and I left because he did bad things because no I did give him a second chance and no like I was in my hostel like thinking about like how much I still cared about him and like could this possibly be fixed and like, no, like, those feelings are definitely there. But I think the key is, like, not playing into them or and staying strong enough. Like, um, and and even when if you, like, you find yourself in a situation like that, like, your body will not let you be sad. That intensified of a mo- even if you did nothing, your body's not going to let you be that depressed and sad and intense. Like, those, mo- like those emotions were, of course, in the beginning of a breakup, and especially for me, they were so intense, and I felt like, oh my god, am I ever going to feel normal again? And the answer is like, yes, you will, you will, you will. Definitely. Have you found it hard to, like, get back into dating? I don't know, like, if you're in a relationship right now or not, but, like, have you found it hard to, like, kind of start over in a way with, like, your love life? A hundred twenty percent. Like, yeah, I think especially like um there were just times when like I had some guys were like like so, like someone would talk to me and I would be super uh, defensive or and there were just certain things that like um for I remember there was, there was like this one time when I just would uh, get like fl- I mean again I mean I don't know how like relatable this because I feel like what happened was like really really intense so I would just getting like flashbacks of that. Um, for a while and it would just like pop up like randomly because he was obviously the last person I was like intimate with just even like with cuddling or something like that um, and so like I remember I was cuddling with someone and it was just like flashbacks of that and I immediately was like I need to go home I need to leave like I like it just like worked me up like to another notch so yeah there is there are triggers at least from my end but I think the important thing is like you can work through those triggers. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can get through that and like, don't think just because you're having those triggers, you should go back to someone who caused them. You, that's not the answer. It's like, just keep going forward and working on those triggers and like finding someone who like will actually not cause those things to happen to you. Um, so yeah, I think for a while, I think late, just literally like a few weeks ago, <laughs> I have been a little bit more open to uh, dating and like there's one, person in particular that I am sort of like engaging with um at least like romantically but yeah like it it was I mean it's been over it's been a year now but I would say that full year it was um yeah I was strictly like I don't I mean I don't know for better for worse but it was like a I I don't know when I left I actually felt really like empowered in a way because it was like 
I knew like, this is a hard decision. You know, I came back and I didn't have a job and I didn't know what, what, the, what the next step was. And I actually had spent the first few months like sleeping on like friends' couches while like going to work before I actually moved to where I'm at now, which is in Washington, DC. So like I left like not knowing what those next steps were where I could have easily stayed with him because that was the comfortable position. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he would have probably gotten his act together for a little bit, you know, after all that happened, you know, like staying there was actually like the easier option in the short, in the short term though. And so like, it's so easy to like see the, you know, the short term benefits or to just be like, this hurts so much. I just wanted to stop, you know? Um, but like, go through it. I promise you, you're going to like be so much more happier in the end. What, and this is kind of, I mean, like it's probably different for everyone, but in, in your journey to healing from this, what were kind of things that helped you get through like all the emotions and the heartbreak and everything? Yeah. Um, white claws, you know, (laughs) 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 no, I think, yeah, that, but also, um, I think it was, um, just that constant, I think what I learned too, was that the biggest thing that I, I feel like the reason why I don't want to say I fell into this relationship, but that I like stuck with it was, I think it was, it was definitely insecurities. I think I liked how he, I mean, which is good. You should like how your partner makes you feel and you should like, you know, that's the whole point. You have a bond with him. But I think there were specific things that he was giving me that like I couldn't give myself. And I think the biggest thing was like unconditional love. Um, I think when things are going well, not so much anymore because I feel like I've worked on it. But I think when things are going really well, I think I'm a great person and like everything's going well. I, you know, every like I know I'm doing well and things are good. But I think when things are going bad, like it's the total opposite where I will beat myself up and I'm like, you know, I need to change or, you know, all these different things. Um, but I think I learned, I think the one thing I did like him, like him for was because I feel like he gave me, I have quotes up right now, unconditional love was because it was like, no matter like how I had acted, it was like, there was still some sort of love, whatever it was, there was still some affection he had toward me. Right. Um, and I think that is what I was able to like give myself though. It was like, Jake, like, yeah, you made a, yeah, you made a freaking stupid, like, you made a bad decision, like, going to Barcelona and, you know, like, not accepting a job right away, but it was, like, you know what I mean, like, you still need to love yourself through these, like, through the bad times and the good times, like, you need to, because, like, no one else will, like, you need to do it, and you can't, like, beat yourself up so much for being a human being, so I think my, the biggest thing was, like, learning what that looks like, what not beating myself up for, um, means and like actually giving myself grace and like remembering that I'm a human being and like I need to give myself unconditional self-love not just self-love because I did some like great things it was like no I actually did like a really bad thing you know and I made a huge bonehead decision but I still have to give I still have to love myself you know mm-hmm. I can still like acknowledge that but then like love myself so I think that was it it was like giving myself self-love and grace and like knowing that like I'm a human being like you know um, so that's, that's how, that's, that's like the biggest way I had healed. Um, of course, like friends and talking it through and things like that. And just time, time really does, uh, heal. <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. And I think what you were saying too about the self-love is so important. Cause it's like, 
you're right. Like we, we can't beat ourselves up for the past and what happened. And it's like the way you're thriving so much now, like you're living in DC, you're working in this career that you're passionate about. And it's like, you needed, I almost think like if you hadn't gone and pursued this relationship that you thought in your heart would work out, like what would be the alternative? Like you'd always kind of wonder why. And now, I mean, I know you went through so much, but it's like, like, the way you're discussing it right now and like talking about it, it's so clear how much you learned and how much you grew from it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's important for everyone who's like ever gone through a heartbreak or maybe currently going through one now, like you learned and you grew and that's kind of like, like this sounds so like cliche, but like really it's like part of the human experience. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't think stuff like that we can ever like beat ourselves too hard about. Yeah, and, like, a lot of the times, like, you're, you're, the, you're the one who's holding yourself to these standards. I mean, maybe that people do have other people in their life that are, like, reminding them of this, like, bad decision or, like, what they did. And those are people you should probably not have in your life um, to start there. But I think, too, it's, like, I, when you realize you're, like, I am holding myself to the, like, I'm the only one who's, like, being hard on myself, you know, I'm the one who's beating myself up, like, no one else is, like, holding me to these standards or expecting me to act a certain way or to even be over this, quite frankly, but me, you know, and I think when you, like, realize that it is, like, you, (laughs) these are just, like, arbitrary standards that, like, we just created, you know, like, and that it's okay, I think at the end of the day, it's okay, you know, and even now, it's, like, I, now I really realize, no, yeah, not only just being in DC and thriving, um, but be, or thri- or I have my fingers up again with thriving. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, because I, I don't want people to think that it's like, um, there's like a, like a nice bow at the end of it. Like, you know, like it's always mm-hmm. a good um, ending uh, or that everything ends perfectly um, because sometimes it doesn't, you know, and sometimes it isn't just like, you know, you then go off and you meet the love of your life and everything ends up perfectly, you know? Um, and, and that's also okay. You know, you don't have to have a fairy book story ending right away, especially when you're, you know, you're dealing with a lot of these things. Um, yeah, things are going extremely better for me. And I feel like all of these events have led up to what I need to be. And even just the person who I'm like engaging with now, who I feel like um, really uh, sees me and cares about me and, you know, so all those things are great. But even let's say this doesn't work out with him. That's also fine. And I don't need to think it didn't work out with him. Like this isn't, this, this isn't my storybook ending. You know, it's like, well, you know, life is not, a, life itself is not a fairy tale. And it, you know, it, you know, we're real people and have real emotions and um, it's not, yeah, it, it's okay for it to not like wrap up neat. Definitely. Wow. I mean, thank you so much for sharing all this. I feel I like this is, like, definitely going to help people. I mean, I know, like, even just hearing something like this when I went through my stupid breakup that I knew, like, wouldn't be a thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's just, like, it's so true and it's so important. Um, do you have any last, like, words or anything you want to share? Leave him. Um, no, no, but yeah, no, of course. I think, yeah, like I said, it's a lot more complicated than that. And I don't want, yeah, like I wanted to emphasize the point that like I had ever reason to leave him right away and I didn't. And that is also okay if you, you know, you don't, you, you know, you can't see it right away. But like eventually, like you need to 
dig down deep and know what you want and like really remind yourself what you're worth and know and also remind there there are people i promise there are people who will love you and care about you and until you find that people you should take that time to like love yourself give yourself every the things you're probably looking for you can give yourself i swear Mm -hmm, definitely well thank you so much do you want to kind of if you want (laughs) where people can find you on socials or anything (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh wow i don't want them to see my brain No, but yeah, just, <laughs> I'm so sorry if you get traumatized. Uh, but yeah, just Jake DC, J U S T Jake DC, and that is for everything. And you will find me um, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I wanted you to plug that because your Twitter is like so good. So it needs to be said. <laughs> oh my! My Twitter has come up during several. Me- it came up today again during a work. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> oh my gosh I'm excited. I love that it's so good well thank you so much for being on this was incredible like so thank good. you for sharing this with us of course yeah no thank you for listening I'm hope- hopefully it was helpful definitely well everyone this has been another episode of dating or at least trying I'm Alex I'm Daisy and today we were joined by Jake thank you all for listening bye 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 bye